Hi, this is Walford Kaufman, the pastor of Southside Baptist Church of Gaffney, South Carolina. And we're doing a service. I'm preaching this actually on Thursday morning in preparation for our worship service that we'll be having on Sunday, September the 13th. We do live stream that at 10.30 on Sunday mornings. And then also we are having service in our Family Life Center for social distancing. So when you feel comfortable to be in a setting like that, we invite you to come. We meet at 10.30 on Sunday mornings, Family Life Center, and uh, that's at 204 West O'Neill Street in Gaffney. So we invite you to come when you feel comfortable in this way. And so uh, I hope that you enjoy this service. Pardon my throat. I've tried, I've actually started to record this about four times, but my throat, uh, I guess I'm just speaking too much, but uh, God's going to take care of this time. We're starting a brand new sermon series, and this is about prayer is. And today we're going to be looking at prayer is resting. Can you imagine that? Resting in prayer? Look in your scripture, Matthew 6, 9 through 13. Now, how can we rest with praying the Lord's Prayer? Well, I know many of us find ourselves on our knees by our bed or by our chair and we're starting to pray and we fall asleep. That's getting very comfortable, right? But I'm not talking about that kind of rest of going to sleep. I'm talking about when we can feel confident, when we can be assured as we bring our prayers before the Lord. And so I hope you got your Bibles ready. There in Matthew 6, starting verse 9, the Lord's Prayer. And this then is how you should pray. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our debts as we also have forgiven our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, as we journey through your precious word, as we also have this adventure being online, Lord, I don't see the people's faces. I don't see what you're, you're saying to them in their eyes, Lord. But Lord, you're going to work. Your Holy Spirit works in so many wonderful ways. And whether this person is going to hear it this week or next month or maybe a year or not from now, use this sermon to touch all of our lives and Lord, let us walk in your spirit and your, and your power, Lord. Thank you what you're going to do. Lord, there's victory and there's rest. There's love. There's everything when we turn it all over to you. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're not going to go through the whole Lord's Prayer today. We're going to do this for the next couple of weeks. But the first thing we're going to be looking at is that idea of resting in prayer that it says there, Our Father in heaven. Our Father in heaven. So think about this. How can we rest in the Lord's Prayer? Because it starts with a relationship. With a relationship. That's the the whole key to this particular sermon. It's that relationship that we can bring our prayers before an almighty God. See, God is our Father. Think about that. That was far from the Jewish thought. They, this idea of getting close to a father like Papa God, I mean, that, that sincere, that close, that, how personal that was. He is our father. And we also see that he carries us in his heart. Y'all remember the days, uh, men, and maybe ladies too, your billfolds, inside there was usually pictures. Pictures. And when you were around somebody said, Do you want to see a, you want to see a picture of my, my children? 
Now we have our cell phones. We bring that out and look at this, look at this. And to the point you say, well, I've got to go. But you know what I'm talking about. God has a picture of us in His heart. More than a picture, He actually has us in His heart. And so just think about how wonderful that is, that personal relationship with Almighty God. And so God being our Father, and I pray today that you can say that, that God is your Father. Not that uh, you have to be scared. It's one of love. It's tenderness. And so it starts with a relationship. And then, because God is real. Because God is real. It just happens that He's in heaven. He's real. I mean, He is real, real, real. But just in heaven right now. But what's going to happen that we can rejoice that He exists? I can't... We went through a study. It's been many years ago now on the different type of faith. You know, some of this, what people believe and all these cults and stuff like this. People were worshiping a dead God. Can you imagine that? How can you worship a dead God? And then the, the think that, you know, he was just a man. No, we got an almighty God. He, he existed yesterday. He exists today. And he's going to exist tomorrow. And also we see he does not change. There's one thing in my adult life I've had struggles with. That's, I like to go back to places where I grew up, where I worked in my early days and all this. And I want to drive up to those places and it's changed. I mean, go back to the school that I went to. Nothing's left there except for the old auditorium, the gymnasium. That's all that's left. Or to go back to a church you know, that you worshipped in years ago and it burned down. When I got uh, saved in, burned down. They built another one, but it's not the same. See, God never changes. How many of you have invited friends? Hey, let's go to this restaurant. It is fantastic. And we take them back and the building looks the same and you walk in and they change the whole menu. It doesn't taste as good. Let's be reminded of something. God exists and God never changes. Rejoice in that. Rejoice in that. And then we can rest praying the Lord's Prayer because of realization. Realization. We need to realize something today that God is above all the evils and problems of the world. All the evils and problems. I know um, we used to take the newspaper. Uh, we stopped for several reasons, but one of the main ones, all the bad news. Watch the news today. I mean, especially they start at 4 o'clock in the afternoon and go to 8 o'clock. And I think I've heard of a new uh, t TV around here that's not the CNN, that 24-hour news, but kind of more local news that's going from, from 8 into 12. F folks, why we need to have all that negative news, all that evil's around, all the problems that we're going through. Think about that. But the realization that He is above all that, He can take care of it. His, his timing. His way. And see, He's also, He is in position. He is in position. I never played in a band. I never played uh, football. But I've been around enough ball fields and in the areas where they practice band, where they have those, uh, 
used to be the big ladders and then they built platforms up high where the coach or the band director would get up high and look out over that field. And they could see as the band and that formations and, and all what they were doing right and what they were doing wrong. And what about a football coach? Oh, I know he's got the offensive line coach. He's got the quarterback coach. He's got all this. But that coach, the head coach, needs to see everything that's going on. And so many times, gets in those platforms like that and look down. He is in position. And he is in position not only to see there's going to come a day He's going to handle everything. All the evil, all the problems that we have, He is going to take care of it. And so that's why we can rest in this prayer, our Father, who is a powerful Father. And then we see because of our responsibilities. Yes, we have responsibilities. If God is our Father... God is our Father, we are His children, then we have responsibilities. You might call it chores, but you know what? You can also call it privileges. And so think about these things. It's our responsibility to approach Him humbly. I mean, we, we really cannot come into the presence of Almighty God except through the precious blood of Jesus that was shed for us. That blood of Jesus that covers our sins and makes us white as snow, allows us to come into the very presence of God. So let's make sure that when we come praying to our Father, we come humbly. We don't deserve to be there. It's because what Jesus has done. Then we need to approach Him confidently. To have confidence. Think about that. To approach Him can you imagine approaching Almighty God doubting what He can do? Why even go before Him? Why, be go, why go to a doctor if you think He can't do a thing? Why go to dentists? Why go to a lawyer? Why go to anybody if you're going to doubt, doubt, doubt? So when we come before our Father, we can come humbly and we also ought to come in all the confidence it can be. He can answer. Yes, sometimes He does not answer that moment, that time that you want, but that's because there's a reason. He's got a perfect way. He has a perfect way. So make sure you come before Him in your prayers, praying, knowing that He's going to answer His timing and His perfectness. Also, we need to approach Him worshipfully. Worshipfully. That's a long word. But it's one that we need to rejoice in. Isn't it great that we can come before our Father? We need to be like a child that's so excited we hadn't seen our dad all day long. He's been at work or been away on a trip and finally gets back. We come into His presence and worship Him. Why not? Why not come and worship Him? He is God. He is one. He created everything. The beauty. You've been to the mountains. You've been to the seashore. You've been, you've been just by a river. And, all, and just think, God did all that. He is, our, he is God. He is Lord. That means one day, guess what? Jesus is returning in all His power. And you're talking about a clean-up time. That's going to be a clean-up time. And so He is God. He is Lord. And He is awesome. He is awesome. I know sometimes we use that terminology a little bit too much. Oh, He's awesome. But He is awesome. There's no one 
but God. Was that one song that sometimes we sing, there's no one like him, God, like, like God? There's only one God. And so we need to praise Him, come for Him, worshiping. Then we need to approach Him hopefully. Hopefully. See, when we turn our attention to Him, hopefully, we're thinking of home. Um, we're walking through this earth. We're going through this earth. And, you know, we were born here. I heard one gentleman said, I was born in this house and I plan to die in this house. I understand that. But our home is in heaven. And that's where our Father is. And so, you know, we need to be turning our attention to home. Isn't it great to know that when we pray and we ask God, we get what God can give us? I know I have some friends I can call and say, Hey, I need this. I found out something. My friends can give me what they have. But it's what friends can give. What mere humans can give. But when I ask God in prayer, guess what? I can get what God can give. That gives me hope. That gives me hope. I can, I can ask a doctor, a, a lawyer, and all that, that, you know, but they're still human. They can only give me what they can. But I come before an awesome God. And there we, we come, hopefully, because He can give us exactly what He has. How wonderful that is. But let's return to the concept of back to our Father. Our Father, which art in heaven. You know, that idea and Father, we dealt with that. Let's look at another word, our. O-U-R. That means that as brothers and sisters in Christ, our Father, and that means that we are to pray for each other. We're going through some tough times with this COVID-19. And some have been out of church. But that don't mean you don't pray for those in your fellowship. Pray if you've got a church directory or if you need one from our church, Southside. Let us know. We'll get it to you. Contact the church office. 864-489-6504 Or email at office at gaffneysouthside.com and we'll make sure to get you a directory and pray. Pray for the church family. And so that's what we ought to be doing. Our Father, we are to pray. But then, where does the real rest come in? The real rest comes in in knowing that there's other believers, brothers and sisters, who can also say, Our Father is praying for you. I hope that you feel that confidence and knowing God's in control. But God's also working through brothers and sisters who are praying for you. And so this day, maybe you're watching this in the middle of the night, listening to this. Realize there are others that are praying for you. There's those that know your name. They know your birthday. They know everything about you and they're praying. But there's some people that are saying, Pray, I'm praying for my neighbor. I'm praying for that lady that sits two rows up in front in church when we used to meet. And you're praying for them. And they're praying for you. So realize that. That's what we need to be doing. Think our Father. But as I close an invitation, the real question I have for you is, can you say our Father? You can say God because you know of God. But do you know Him through His Son, Jesus Christ? If you do not have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, please contact me. 
My name is Walford Kaufman. Telephone number 864-812-0073. That's my cell phone. That's how desperate I am to hear from you. 864-812-0073. Or you can contact me at pastor at gaffneysouthside.com. And so I plead with you that you are able, before you take another breath, confess your sin, invite Jesus into your heart. And because of Jesus, you can say, Our Father. I will have a prayer for you right now. And for those members at Southside that like to kind of get an update on the prayer list, just stay tuned. That's the interesting way to say it, right? Stay tuned. But let me have a prayer right now. Father, I do pray that everyone that is watching this or those that's going to be listening to it as we convert it to a podcast, that if there is a need there and they need to confess their sin, let them do it right now. I pray now that you work in their life, that they can truly say, Our Father, my Father in heaven. And Lord, it's because of Jesus in their hearts. Let them do that today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for taking time to watch this or listen to this. But for others, a part of our church family, like to know what's going on, let me just take time to go through this list. Uh, and you know this is on our church website, and you get a, a, a more updated list each day, hopefully every day if there's changes. And also, uh, it's a long list. So I can't go through all the names right now. But let's uh, do pray for our community prayer walk. We're going to meet here at the church Sunday afternoon at 6.30 in the front steps of the church. You can wear your mask if you want to. But we're going to be walking these streets in groups of four or five, and we're just going to walk our community. Uh, we're not reaching our local community. We're just basically, uh, you know, hey, we're good folks and y'all come, but we want to do more. We want to just walk and pray. We're not knocking on doors. We're not, uh, if they're in the yard and ask, what are you doing? We'll tell them. But this is just to pray. Pray for our community. We see a house that has toys in front of it. We'll pray for that family that has children. We pass by a house that has a handicapped ramp out front. We'll pray for that person that has special need in that house. And so invite you to come part. Great for the families to walk together. Um, for, we'll plan out routes for those that like to walk a long distance and those that want to walk a short distance. And, uh, and so that's this coming Sunday at 6 p.m. Uh, excuse me, not 6 p.m., it's 6.30. I'm about to make a note there. It's going to be at 6.30, 6.30. And that's for all ages this coming Sunday. Pray for our nation as we're approaching September Eleventh, can you? That's tomorrow, nine eleven. Also, pray for the COVID nineteen pandemic, and also pray for uh, uh, decisions be made about school and other, uh, nursing homes and all this. Do pray, do pray for these decisions. As I quickly look through this, uh, let's do remember ransom Teaster. That's Elaine Price's brother. He's down at the Medical University of South Carolina. He's got uh, multiple uh, medical problems. Remember him. Also, Bobby Smith asked to remember Joel Floyd. And uh, my understanding, he's at the Medical University of South Carolina. And so do lift them up in prayer. Uh, mem members of our church that's got some needs right now, Mark Harold is to have a CAT scan this week. Uh, lift him up in prayer. Faye Carty is home doing physical therapy. 
Uh, she broke her kneecap, had surgery on that, but she took a terrible blow to her head and all this, and just, just pray for complete healing for her. Jessica Owensby, uh, she has spent some days in the hospital, uh, some problems with uh, uh, especially headaches and all this, but uh, other pains that she has, and they're trying to find out what's going on with that. Ansley Hannon, one of our teenagers, is she's going to be having a CAT scan uh, tomorrow. And so lift her up in prayer. Harold Crocker, as he continues uh, cancer treatment, God is working in his life in a fantastic way. Uh, but he still had to go through some cancer treatment. So lift him up in prayer. Uh, other needs uh, of our community. Remember Helen Price is open heart surgery. Doug Brom, he lives down in Alabama. Uh, he's got some medical issues. Sherry Pears has breast cancer. Bobby Mills, that's Doris Dover's uh, brother-in-law, as he has some medical problems. Uh, Deborah Humphreys, that's the wife of James Humphreys, who's a pastor at Little Memorial, as she has uh, some cancer, and they're trying to deal with that. And so do lift her up in prayer. A great praise, Mariana Swangham, the 27, 28-year-old young lady that had a brain stroke. They actually called in the family, and her family lives in the Philippines. It was that serious. But she was able to go home. Still got a long way ahead, but considering the doctors gave her no chance. But they're the ones that had to come back and say, God did it, not them. And we know that anyway. But do remember her in prayer. Remember our shut-ins, our um, those in the nursing home. Uh, I talked to a preacher go forth this week. You know, they're at least letting them go to the lunch room, the dining hall together, even though they have to sit six feet apart and all this. At least he gets out of his room and sees a few more folks at a distance. But you know, the family's still not able to go in, uh, have to leave their items at the door and all. So do pray that this ends very soon, uh, this COVID-19, that these folks can get back and see their loved ones again. You may have some needs. Please let me know about that. Pray for our church. God is blessing. We had a wonderful service last Sunday with uh, the deacon ordination. I hope that you got to see the uh, uh, live stream. Three wonderful testimonies. Three different types of testimonies. But God used it in a mighty way. And so continue to pray. There's, uh, we want to try to start up some children's uh, ministry, especially like on Wednesday night while we're having a prayer meeting, Bible study. There'll be something going on for our children starting up in about two weeks. Uh, pray for that. You know, all this is subject to change. All it takes is one COVID-19 case in our church family, and we may have to back up. But uh, God's taken care of us this far. We keep trusting Him. And so uh, whatever... Is on your heart. Let me pray for you right now. Father, for that person of our church family that's watching this, listening to this, I pray now that they will just feel your strength. Lord, they'll find courage like they never had before. And Lord, this whole journey we're going through is a time of walking in faith. Let us trust in you. Bless them, comfort them, and let them know they're loved. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, Lord bless you, and uh, we'll see you next week unless something happens.